All right. Swapping my poison, my body subdued. But how can I ever maintain that I have quit when all that I swapped out's the flame I burn with? We heard from Odie Lee, O-D-I-E, Lee, L-E-I-G-H, in her song called Habits Hell. Look her up, O-D-I-E-L-E-I-G-H. Great singer-songwriter, and uh, and definitely check out some more of her music. This is The Andy Kimball Show. My name is Andy Kimball, and it's a pleasure to be back here with you again today. We have a terrific show lined up for you on this episode. As a matter of fact, I think most of our shows are pretty darn terrific, if you ask me. But anyway, you know. We have some really great music, folk, blues, bluegrass, Celtic, even a little kind of folk rock, you know, even border rock and roll occasionally here and there, and, uh, but we specialize in acoustic singer-songwriters, and um, that's what we do. This is the Andy Kimball Show. Speaking of folk, blues, bluegrass, we're going to continue with some blues. This is B.B. King, and the song's called Sitting on Top of the World.
how all the changes came about my ways And I wonder if I'll see another highway B.B. King, Sitting on Top of the World, followed by a live studio version. Jackson Brown with his composition, These Days, a widely covered tune by many artists, Tom Rush, the Eagles, and many others. And, of course, the guitarist touring and playing with Jackson Brown now is Val McCallum, son of the actor David McCallum. I don't know uh, some of you might remember the 
TV show. Man from Uncle, you remember uh, David McCallum? And well, Val McCallum is his son. He's Jackson Brown's guitar player and a singer songwriter in his own right, very accomplished. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to go ahead and try to get him to come on the show. He's locally based here in LA and should be able to work that out. It'd be great to get, uh, to get Val McCallum on the show. Or we will work that. We will work that in here. Um, we have a really cool kind of a show forthcoming in this episode. And what I mean by that is uh, we did a live show earlier and uh, had a terrific, a very talented guest. And um, the show went out live. And what we're going to do is incorporate the interview with the talented artist by the name of Brian Oshad. And Brian is a very talented singer-songwriter, master on the keyboard, uh, likened to uh, Billy Joel, Elton John, others along those lines, but brings forth a uniqueness and a style and a presence all to his own and uh, really, really makes a a, a difference. He's, He's a great performer. He's recently put together a very talented band, and they are going to be doing... Their debut performance here in Los Angeles, North Hollywood, this coming uh, Sunday, what is, I guess, July 30th, at a venue called Coolex Woodshed in North Hollywood at 7.30 p.m. And we're going to have uh, Brian on the show. What I'm going to do is um, cut out the, uh, as I said, we did a live show earlier today and uh, had Brian on, um, and we're going to right now uh, play the interview from today's live show. Um, enjoy. This is, um, as a matter of fact, we're going to do we're going to do more than that. We're going to do more than that. Just got word. Okay, we're going to play. Um, we're going to play actually a larger excerpt of the live show that include the interview with Brian Urshad, and um, enjoy it. This is uh, the Andy Kimball Show, and coming to you from our studios here in LA, broadcasting around the world, hopefully making a difference making the world smile with music in a smaller place. And uh, that's what we, we try to do. You know, put a smile on everybody's face. Music should make us all happy. Even sad songs have the way of creating a really comfortable space to live in. Or, or I guess I should say perceived sad songs. What makes a song really sad? That's a whole discussion into its own, isn't it? Anyway, um, so without further ado... Here is a uh, reload, rebroadcast of our live show from earlier today, and it's going to start with a song called Highway to Heaven by Amanda Love.
Yes, that was none other than the talented, really incredibly talented, actually, uh, Amanda Love, uh, my uh, co-host of the Andy and Amanda show. We've even done a show together quite some time now because of our schedules kind of got, uh, um, I guess, busy after the COVID uh, when COVID became further and further a thing of the past, hopefully, hopefully, uh, our schedules got busier and busier. An eight-hour time difference between our L.A. studios and the U.K. made it uh, so we had to start skipping a bunch of shows. So Amanda and I decided, well, we'll just we'll come take a hiatus and you know do what we can do here on the Andy Kimball Show, which has been playing a lot of music and having a lot of fun time and talking about a different uh, different subjects here and there with special guests. As a matter of fact, we have a special guest with us today. His name is Brian Oshab, and he is a really very, very talented singer-songwriter out of Los Angeles. Um, he's been likened to uh, Billy Joel and Elton John, but I think his style is very, very unique. He's not like, he's not an artist you could uh, look at and say, oh, oh, he's like Billy Joel, or oh, he's like Elton John, or he's like, you know, whoever. Um, he's very much his own, very unique. Uh, he real, His style and his presentation and his keyboard uh, magnificence really do set him apart. Um, and we're going to be... Uh, having a conversation with Brian when he calls in, oh, about 30 minutes from now, about 30 minutes from now, right around there here on the Andy Kimball Show. Hope everybody is doing okay. Um, I know I'm doing pretty darn good here on this Tuesday. And uh, ah, He's full of shit. No, I, 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 I'm going to write, you know. Um, so anyway, our number here is 515-605-9888. Join the show. Call in. What's on your mind? We can talk about anything. We're going to be playing some music here and there as well. Uh, we're going to be hearing some fabulous music, actually, from artists such as Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal, excuse me. Taj Mahal. Yeah, Taj Mahal. Um, and uh, who else? Leo Kaki and some very special, very special other guests as well. Um, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of an artist by the name of, um, oh, I never heard of him either, uh, Brian Foley or Jeffrey Herbert artist um, by the name of Odetta, remember Odetta? You know, some of you might remember Odetta, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, what I thought we might do is um, have some fun with, um, you know, a couple of folk artists from the 70s, you know, uh, artists that really made their way and their, their road path, their road to popularity in the early 70s. One uh, who passed away not too long ago, unfortunately, um, is a guy by the name of Gordon Lightfoot, uh, just an incredible singer-songwriter. We all know Gordon Lightfoot, of course. Um, let's play Gordon Lightfoot, too, shall we? Let's just get right down to it. Gordon Lightfoot with his, I will pick, uh, how about, gosh, uh, there's so many. So many. How about Sundown? Sundown. Gordon Lakewood here on the Andy Kimball Show.
Philadelphia sent me some tunes off a new album that Mike Nickel put together, uh, a tribute to um, Tom Gala, Tom Gala's songs, which uh, we'll playing some Tom, additional other songs from Tom Gala during uh, oh, the next few upcoming shows. You know um, what I'm thinking of uh, now? I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking now. You have no power here. Stick on. Well. Might be the case, but it's not going to stop me from playing some cool music, you know? Your Jake Owls song. Jake Owls? Whammer Jammer? Jake Owls Band? Magic Dick on the harmonica? Remember that tune? Let's do it. Whammer Jammer, baby. Jake Owls Band here on the Andy Kimball Show. You gotta get a crazy tonight. You gonna get a crazy tonight? I get down to it. I said, You gonna get a crazy? I get down to it. I said, You gonna move with Get it all down, get it all night, get it all right, get it out of sight, and get it down, baby. Yeah! Where am I, Jamma? Let me hear you, Dickie. Yeah, <clears throat> I get too excited. Yeah, 
Jake Isles Band. You know, I produced I produced a Jake Isles Band, a couple of shows in let me think what year that would have been. That would have been 1970, nine, no, eight, eight or nine. And I got to know the band and I got to know uh, Magic Dick and and Peter Wolf, the singer, who's still out there playing. Now Jake Isles, unfortunately, died a few years back, a great guitar player. And and, um, what a great time it was. I also produced uh, some uh, concerts uh, by the band The Kinks and got to ride in a limousine with Ray Davies for a couple of days there going to different venues. Just Ray and I and the limo driver. Now there I was this, what, 21-year kid or something like that, producing concerts for, for in between my, my flight school career, uh, university experience between semesters. I'd produce some shows and then go fly airplanes. What a life, eh? You believe it? And here I am talking on the radio. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Hey, we got a caller. I think I know who it is, but I might. You never know. It could be, uh, you know, it could be, uh, let me think. I don't know anything about what you're even talking about. Well, you know, that's for you to know and me to find out, but let's bring on our next guest, okay? Brian, I think. Let me see. Is this who I think it is? Uh, I, Are you if, it's, if it's who you think it is, it could be who you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, um, we, get, we get very excited here for a few It's going down very rapidly, really yeah. rapidly. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, anyway. Brian, great to have you on, man. How you doing? We've been talking about y'all show. You have? Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's great. Uh, it's it's great to be here. Thank you for uh, thank you for having me. I I, I am uh, I'm excited. Yes, terrific. I've been talking about your keyboard playing and your songwriting and your style, and now you have a band. And uh, let's talk about that a little bit. And you have an upcoming show, of course, in North Hollywood this coming Sunday at Kulak's Woodshed at 7.30. Um, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But anyway, uh, I got to tell you that we've had some issues in the transfer of your files, so we have not heard any of your music yet. However, through modern technology, we'll be able to fix that and put, put it in the podcast of this show. So that we will, have, we will be able to play your songs, but we haven't heard them yet. If you want to sing a macapello, you're certainly... Welcome to do that, but no. Yeah. Anyway, no, I'll have to take a pass on the acapella, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you never know. Live radio, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Exactly. What are you gonna do? I tried. I was working at it. But I, I love your I love your story uh, of you know you mentioned Jay Giles and and you know that's like. Growing up, I mean, I was one of my favorite bands, you know, uh, Centerfold. I mean, what a yeah. great tune, that, you know. Um, love that song. Love those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. And uh, um, uh, first I look at the purse. First I look there, 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 Yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't go exactly like that, but you know you know what I mean. Yeah, something like that. Um, Close yeah, they were they were great. I... I uh, um, my uh, you know, long story short, my high school girlfriend's father, uh, well, I went out with his girlfriend like, all through high school. Like, I was 15, she was 14, and we, we got we were together almost every day, every night, all through high school. So I, I was in like 20, and she was 18 or something like that. But we we did a lot, and when or maybe no, I was maybe longer than that, 19. I don't know, but we went, we went together for you know, four years or something back in high school, and um, I started working for her dad after we kind of during the weaning parts of our relationship, but her dad kept me on. 
And I started producing concerts for colleges because of my involvement in the music biz. And as a musician myself, and and uh, we petitioned some colleges to do some shows. I was the first person to bring the band Kansas to Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And uh, Yeah, I had no idea who they were. The agent who represented them uh, called me up. I was booking a, a college, uh, a community college outside of Philadelphia. And he said, Andy, you got to do me this favor. I can get you some you know, great acts, but then you got to do me some favors in return. Does that mean I've got to bring some acts that aren't going to make any money? I, you know, no, you're going to love these. Believe me, just these are emerging up-and-coming bands, and I'll get you some good stuff. I'll get you the Billy Joels and so forth, but you also got to do me a favor, too, when I need one. And I need you to get this band. You're going to love them. They're called Kansas. I know you never heard of them, and I hadn't. So um, Kansas shows up. We, you know, we, we did it. We, we booked them, and I don't know who they were. And uh, they showed up on a Saturday uh, afternoon for a Saturday night show. And the stage wasn't ready. It was a big gym. They had to lay down a tarp and build the staging and all that kind of stuff. And uh, when they pulled up, we went down to the athletic field and played football. The band Kansas, some friends of mine and myself. And we were playing football with the band Kansas all afternoon, having a great time, oh, wow. a couple snacks of soda, you know, just having, hanging out down there. And uh, I didn't know who these guys were. They were great guys. They were a lot of fun. They were really funny, you know, really great guys. I had no idea who they were. I'm just playing football and, hey, you're the act tonight. You know, I don't know who they were, some college band. I had no idea. And uh, they whistled for us up at the, uh, uh, at the field house where the concert was going to be. It's time for, a, I guess, a 4 o'clock sound check or something. And we played a couple more downs. And then we all trucked on up to the, uh, the field house. They got on stage, and they became the band Kansas. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> holy wow. crap. I'm playing football with these guys all goddamn day. <laughs> and, that's amazing um, yeah man incredible but yeah uh you know b- back then uh you know, middle late 70s billy joel was a 1200 dollar up and coming act bonnie Raitt. uh we, we produced three bonnie Raitt concerts we used to give her cash for tour money you know way less than a thousand bucks uh uh just you know to give her some expenses for her tours you know uh weather report uh i don't remember weather report um wow with Jocko, you know, on the bass, and uh, and I don't know who he was. He, I said, no, oh, guitar, what am I saying? Um, anyway, um, and then I did The Kinks. I got to know Ray Davies real well. And also uh, did the only concert at the Reading Municipal Stadium in its history with the band Chicago. And, oh, uh, got oh to, man. Got, got to, and I was, tw- I, I think I'm, I'm not, a, I have to, about 20 or 21, about 21, somewhere around there. You know, in between college semesters, I was I wanted to be an airline pilot. I was studying aviation. So this is like during, you know, breaks and all this stuff between trimesters or whatever, you know, I, I was booking concerts and producing shows and um, probably should That's never have gotten out of it. Probably should have stayed with it. Anyway, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about you and your music. Um, what what got you into? And I've already talked to. Uh, your talent and and your uniqueness and your kind of uh, when people hear you play you're thinking of like uh, you know other keyboard singer songwriter virtuoso such as Elton John and and Billy Joel but but you you have uniqueness uh, on your own that sets you apart with very unique styling and very powerful very uh, innovative and, and creative songs and and great music behind it when did you get your start where where did you, you know, tell us about that well. Thank you for all the compliments. That was very kind. Uh, I don't know if I'm deserving of all that, but um, 
Well, you know, I mean, the 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 32nd version. I mean, I I studied music formally when I was a kid. You know, I started piano when I was about 10 or 12, uh, something like that. And then um, and I I did it for a little while. And then um, as I got a little older. Um, in Michigan, which is where I grew up, I, I was the, you know, that was the quintessential piano man. I played uh, some uh, lounges and, and hotel bars and that kind of stuff. Uh, and then um, kind of in a very silly life decision, I, I quit. I got distracted and promiscuous with other art forms and <laughs> got into filmmaking and so on and so forth. And so I kind of thought that I had left music behind, uh, but it was always kind of with me. And um, uh, about three years ago, really, um, you know, my life was, uh, I don't want to say it was in disarray, but, you know, you get to those inflection points where, you know, everything is up in the air, personally, professionally, creatively. And I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. I had been a champion close-up magician. That's how I'd been making a living. And I I sort of felt like, yeah, I kind of felt like I'd gone as far as I can go. And I remember driving in my car, and you know that little voice you have in your head that you sometimes listen to and sometimes you ignore? Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So so I had one of those, and, and, you know, I was just sort of thinking, and the, the voice kind of said, look, you know, if you had, like, a couple of years left uh, to live, you know, what would you do? And to my surprise, the, the answer kind of came both quickly and with an enormous amount of clarity, uh, which was music, and which was great, but I thought, well, I don't even know what that means. How in the world, you know, the music industry is not the same as it used to be, and, you know, what, what, what does that mean? Well, as luck would have it, literally less than a week later, some dear friends of mine, uh, Drew and, and Dylan Struzan, um, gifted me their baby grand piano. Huh. Uh, <laughs> and huh. I thought, wow, this is fantastic. You know, I thought, well, this is a great start, you know, but I'm looking at this beautiful instrument thinking, well, where am I, where on earth am I going to find the time to really make a go of this, you know? Uh, which is the, I, I, you know, I think that's the struggle of every artist. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, once again, uh, angels on my shoulder or something, uh, a couple months later, the world shut down. And mm-hmm. they were literally, as you remember, telling people to stay home and effectively paying people to not go anywhere. And I, uh, I, was, I sort of learned at that point, sometimes out of great tragedy can come great opportunity. And I was not going to squander it you know, sitting around watching movies. So I got to work and um, took advantage of, of the time and, and uh, just got my chops back. I, I started writing again and everything came back and uh, suddenly there we go. And then as things opened up, <laughs> I was doing an open mic and a gentleman who you might know uh, walks up to me and says, hey, my name's Andy, and I'm doing one of these artist showcases. I'm, it's the last one I'm going to do. I'm picking three people. I want you to be, you know, in the center spot. Can you do it? And uh, I felt like the dog that had finally caught up with the car. Like, now what do you do, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I really got to credit you, you know. You, you sort of... Uh, in a way, uh, you know, kind of discovered me, really, and uh, put me up there, and, and it went well. And then, um, 
And then it was your suggestion afterwards, after having listened to me, like, hey, you need you need to start a band now. You know, you you might have something. So, I, I you know I'm here in part because of you. Well, it's, I'm flattered and Thank honored, you. and it's very well deserved. We're going to hear hear a tune of yours, and uh, through uh, modern technologies, got word here that we we're ready to play a song of yours. Let's go ahead and just push play, and then you tell us about it afterward. Here we go, Brian O'Shad with the. Uh, well, I'm just going to play it, folks. Take a listen. Through the land 
Brian O'Shea, our guest here on the Andy Kimball Show of Blog Talk Radio. Brian, you have an incredible voice. I mean, that, oh, you know, the, thank you. I've seen you play live and everything kind of comes to the PA and so forth, but on a recording, I mean, your voice really, they did a great job and, that, you know, your, your voice sounds terrific. Um, have you, you've been to London, I take it? Yes, I, I was there uh, several years ago. I, I had the privilege of, of going there, and I love the UK. Um, yeah, and uh, very much. Yeah. Tell us about that too. Uh, how did it come about, and what? Well, the... it, so I, it's, it does have very obviously has a very um, uh, <laughs> United Kingdom connection, as we would say. Um, so I was uh, I was dating this this girl. It was a long term. It was about seven years. I was with her, and uh, she was um, a fairly well known um, actress and, and dancer singer in uh, in the UK. And um, anyway, the, you know, the relationship came to a close, and I was, as usual, as things happen, pretty bummed out. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, uh, my, a buddy of mine, you know, I was kind of moping around a little bit and he says, no, this is fantastic. I'm like, how is this fantastic? You know, I feel awful. And, um, and, uh, anyway, he said, no, because you're going to, you're going to get a song out of it. And, uh, sure enough, mm. it wasn't long after that I was sitting at the piano and out came that tune out of, uh, you know, out of out of pain, I guess, which were most, you know, not that my song is great, but, you know, great songs usually uh, tend to mm-hmm. come out of some sort of emotional experience. And uh, sure. for some reason, uh, pain is usually a thing that helps that along the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us about your, um, you know, different, your singer songwriters. Uh, have different approaches to writing and composing music and lyric. Uh, do you have a specific methodology that you utilize or these songs just come to you or do you do music and then come up with the lyrics to surround your music or think of a concept and then put music to it? Which, what's your approach to songwriting? Well, interestingly enough, it, my approach is not what I would call consistent. Uh, you know, if you, if you listen to like, for example, you know, Elton and Bernie have a very specific thing. He writes the lyrics, gives them to Elton, he puts it up, and that's how they've always done it with, with virtually no variation. Um, for me, generally, I tend to have a concept. So, for example, with West Coast Wave, which is one of the songs you're featuring here, um, you know, I, I, I'm sailing is one of my big passions. And so I uh, subscribed to sailing magazines and, and I was brushing my teeth one morning and I happened to look down at uh, one of my sailing magazines and I, I noticed something about, you know, West Coast, whatever. And then, you know, as you do, I'm just, my mind is just sort of flitting about. And then I looked down and there was something about a wave and I thought, oh, West Coast wave. Huh. Well, that's kind of an interesting Title. And then and then it dawned on me like, oh, what if the West Coast wave was a metaphor for a girl? And like the moment that happened, I literally ran to my piano, sat down and and I mean, within I don't know, within three minutes, I had the hook of, you know, she's a West Coast wave crashing over me. And from there, it just 
boom, it just sort of happened. It almost started to write itself as these things are wont to do. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so sometimes, sometimes that'll happen. I'll think of a word or a phrase or I'll hear something and I'll think, oh, that's a great title to a song and sometimes build things around it. Uh, other times, as you know, we sit at a guitar or a piano and we noodle around and then suddenly uh, something just begins to pour out. Um, I have a song called No By Now that um, it's one of my favorites in my catalog text that's going to be featured on Sunday. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that just came out of me noodling around and suddenly a couple of ideas happened and bam, it just out it came. Uh, so it's, I, I, and I wish I had more consistency. I, yeah, I wish I could say, oh, you know, I could follow that formula of mm-hmm. do this, this, and this, and then a song comes out. But it doesn't yeah. happen that way. So it, it, it sort of when, depends on when the angel I, I, inspiration I decides to visit. My main thing, I, I haven't actually, you know, I toy with the piano quite a bit. I just a period of my career, I'm going back late. No, mid 1990s, mid 1990s, when I actually took keyboards and guitars uh, to my shows, I went back and forth between piano and guitar. I figured, hey, if Jackson Brown could do it, God darn it! <laughs> but um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I actually have played uh, in bands. Uh, to my surprise, uh, one who and I wanted to be a guitar player, and they would hire me as a piano player, um, doing reggae and blues, like barrel house blues, oh, wow. you know. But uh, uh, guitar is my thing. You know, uh, even though I've been playing piano longer, I, I can't play nearly. I mean, you are you are a master. You are a maestro on keyboard. I I fake my way through and play, you know, folk and blues. You know, but um, to hear you play is just amazing, folks. I, I I'm sincere about that. And um, what a talent as well. We're gonna play another song uh, by Brian here, and and just touching upon songwriting here for a minute um, with the West Coast Wave. Is that I think that's the name of this one here coming up. Um, the right. I, I guess when when I when I write, uh, it's interesting uh, that you know because guitar is my thing. I mean, guitar is really, really my thing. That's my life. That's that's it. Some people actually have a life. I have a guitar. You know what I'm saying? So um, well, and, it, the, and, it, and if I may, it shows because you're. I mean, <laughs> we, I, I, I listen to you play the guitar, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I, it just blows my mind. Oh, my God. I'm flattered again. I'm flattered. Um, uh, the, the, um, but what, what I'll do is I'll come up with some guitar riffs that I know have have some energy, have some backbone, they have some soul. You know, these are really good guitar progressions and riffs. And then I then I just kind of make up. And she said, and you know, and then kind of figure out some words in there, and then kind of figure out where the rhyme endings are, where the line breaks are. And over a period of time, um, the words start actually forming like a like a crossword or jigsaw puzzle. And, you know, I don't even know what the song is about most of the time, most of the time, until I'm halfway through it. And then you then actually look at the song and figure, oh, oh, that's where this is going. Kind of cool, you know. Uh, it's kind of interesting and uh, how it works. And it, it takes me a tremendous amount of um, discipline to sit down and actually complete a song. That's a whole other story. But let's, let's hear another song of yours, West Coast Wave by the Beach Boys. No, I'm, I'm sorry, no, by Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Song number two. Great, great to have you on here, by the way. And this is a great song. Uh, Take a listen, folks. Thank you.
She washes in like high tide With her eyes she'll say please Then she'll tear your mainsail down And set you drifting in a breeze Her compass points to everywhere And her searchlight looks for fun She likes parties in this California sun She's warm like the Santa Annas And cold about Wilson Snow A tiny dancer on Seal Beach Or a Venice Boardwalk show She kisses me on Third Street And takes away my pain She likes romance in this California rain Let the west wind blow off the sand you'll rise While you're looking for love and looking for peace in a hurricane eye Let the west wind come as Poseidon laughs While you're looking for oars and looking for sails on a small life raft Coast Wave And she's a West Coast 
Anyway, that was a great tune. I couldn't resist playing that after hearing your music. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're going to be playing the Greek theater someday. I'll be knocking on the dressing room door, and, and the security is going to be saying, there's this guy, Andy. He says he knows you. And you'll go, Andy who? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Because you, 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 you will have forgotten that there's a VIP seat with your name right on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> much appreciated, I'm sure you. Well, Brian, this has been terrific. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a couple of uh, great guests coming up. We're going to have, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you, Michael, uh, David Garson is, uh, he'll be coming in on the show in a couple of weeks. He was David Bowie's keyboard player for 35 years, and he'll be joining us here on the show. Uh, Kevin Michaels is coming back on the show. Of course, we produced um, Kevin's songs. Uh, um, he's number one country artist for three weeks, went above uh, 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 McGraw and Garth Brooks and... Brooks and Don, sort of number one. Wow. Yeah, he's been on the show before. He's coming back on the show. We just had a reach out from Sony Records regarding uh, Kevin's uh, Kevin Michaels' tune. So we'll see what happens with that. We sent him a whole press kit. We'll see what. You never know. You know the Andy Kimball show. You know we we do what we can. We try to help emerging singer songwriters and very well known singer songwriters and 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 find out about the music and what people are doing, how people survive COVID, and of course coming out of COVID. This whole show was started. Uh, actually because we had nothing better to do during COVID. And here we are with, uh, you know, 700 episodes later and three years of, of, of history here on the radio. So um, it's a fun show. Yeah, something else. It really is. It really is. Uh, so anyway, Brian, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be hearing from, um, from Doc Watson, and then we're going to hear some Taj Mahal. We're going to hear some Leo Kaki, lots more great music coming up on this episode of the Andy Kimball Show, folks. Don't go away. Brian, Thank you. Uh, thank, can you. We do this? thank you so much, Andy. And can we do this again? Oh, absolutely. Anytime. You tell me when, and I, I'm, I'm there. I'm, Great. Uh, you know, this is, ter- this is terrific, yeah. And, and I want to get and more I, to I'll you. see you on Sunday. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick before we let you go. Uh, for those of you in the L.A. area, Kulak's Woodshed. It's in North Hollywood, 730 uh, Brian's doing a, a concert with his band, and I'm actually going to be doing a brief set to start that show off Sunday, so I look forward to that, and hanging out with Brian, and uh, and catching up and so forth, and, and really looking forward to seeing you and the band play on Sunday evening as well. So thanks again for joining us, Brian. Andy Kimball here. Let's check out, oh, I, what did I say, Doc Watson? I think maybe you'll hear Doc Watson, too. You know who Doc Watson is? Yeah, you know Doc. of course. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I got to meet him once in a while back. It's another whole story. But, um, wow. yeah, he, he's, um, 
man, I'm, I, I got to see Doc and Merle, too, back in the 70s, um, which was a real treat. No kidding. Real treat. Yeah, yeah. I was right up front row, man. Front row. Incredible. Anyway. Um, we have, we'll have to share a beer. You got so many amazing stories. I just, I could sit oh. and listen for hours. But the biggest story, more so than music, which I'm, I, I can't let this go. I'll, I'll get you out of here in just a second. I just got to bring this up. Sailing is a bigger passion of mine than the guitar. I said, I got, you know, sailing and guitar. If I had to choose one, sailing might win. Yes, I've been right. sailing my whole life. I've had a bunch of boats on the market right now for another one, about a 49, 50-foot sailing yacht. And um, I was, so you're a sailor too, right? Oh, yeah, big time. I, this is my, I, again, yeah, piano or sailing, I, that, 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 that's a, be oh, a tough oh, one. We've got to talk. We gotta, I've, we gotta, I've got some stuff going on now with sailing. Uh, we, we, we have, that's a whole separate conversation. Yes, yes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so um, anyway, all the best. Thanks for joining us, and uh, let's hear Dr. Weissman.
Doc Watson, Deep River Blues. And uh, preceding that, we heard our interview with Brian O'Shad, who was generous enough to spend some time with us this afternoon on our live show and shared a couple of his songs. We'll be looking forward to his concert at Kodak's Woodshed in North Hollywood on Sunday night. This is Taj Mahal, Ain't That a Lot of Love. Two arms for hell. 
Leo Kotke with the driving of the year nail. Just amazing guitar playing there, eh? Incredible. And we also heard Taj Mahal. Ain't that a whole lot of love. And uh, we're going to finish out this show, this episode of the Andy Kimball Show, with a uh, Bob Dylan song performed by Sean Colvin. And uh, I want to thank everybody for joining us today on this episode of the Andy Kimball Show. It's been a pleasure having you with us, and uh, in this special edition of our program, we incorporated two shows into one. Kind of cool, but we were able to do it. And again, thanks again for stopping by. This is Sean Colvin with the Bob Dylan song, as I said earlier, it's called You're Gonna Make Me Lonesome When You... We'll see you next week, folks.
Are you gonna make me a lonesome when you go? Are you gonna make me a lonesome when you go? Are you gonna make me a lonesome when you go?